A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, a whole lot of stories were told. Seriously, it's hard to keep track of everything in the Star Wars universe. Through films, comic books, TV shows, novels, and much, much more, sorting out what is legend, what is canon, and which stories are told from a certain point of view can be a bit tough. We're here to help you sort through that mess and to stay up to date with what's going on in the galaxy. So sit tight, strap in, grab your favorite co-pilot if you want to, and get ready to make the jump to light speed. Ladies, gentlemen, Wookiees of all ages, these are the Holocron Chronicles. Hello there. Welcome to the Holocron Chronicles. This is episode 19. My name is Mark, a.k.a. The Canardian, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-pilot extraordinaire, Charlie Carden. Charlie, how are you doing tonight? I'm in the, I'm in the untamed wilderness that is the uh, imperial-occupied Wisconsin. <laughs> on a, uh, no, I know. I finally, after, uh, after nine months on the beach of being unemployed, thanks, Corona, uh, I have a new job, but it does require me to do uh, almost two months of week-long training, uh, wow. you know, 400 miles away from home here in Wisconsin. So wow. I'm happy for the wow. job. But, yeah, it, we were just talking about, you know, hotel rooms and crappy Internet. So there's always a possibility that in the middle of this episode I might uh, disappear a la, you know, Han Solo into Carbonite. So if that happens, I love you. You know if, I know. You, know if you disappear, I am replacing your photo with... Like I'm gonna take a photo, stock of photo. You and th- no, I'm gonna Photoshop <laughs> the hell out of it to make it look like you're in carbonite, just like, frozen somewhere. Yes, just, just grayscale the whole thing. That's gonna be fun. It's, I kind of hope that your internet craps out just so I can do that, but Thanks, hopefully not at the same time. Uh, <laughs> you heard someone agreeing with me there. Awesome. Uh, we are luckily, luckily. Lucky enough, mercy, my uh, my mouth doesn't even work right now. Uh, we are lucky enough to be joined by a very special guest. Uh, we have Bella, who some people might know from uh, from TikTok, from Instagram. Uh, you have a Star Wars sticker merch thing that we're we're going to talk about as well, and uh, and you're quite well known for some tattoo stuff. So, uh, Bella, I guess. I, I just gave a quick rundown, but I, you know, introduce yourself. Uh, tell people all about uh, all about you. Yeah. Um, okay. Hi. <laughs> I'm so excited to be on this. This is actually my first ever podcast, anything wow. I've ever done. So I'm so excited. Sweet. That's awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm pretty much well known for my TikTok. It's it's Bella Rose, and that kind of it's only been going on since like maybe March. So it's only been a few months and I just hit 50 K a few days ago, which is crazy. Nice. I know it is crazy. I never thought that would have ever happened. And I kind of fell into it by accident. Like I've been a star Wars fan forever and I wanted to start a star Wars sleeve. And one day I just randomly decided to start recording uh, while I was getting tattooed. It was like middle of my sleeve. So it was like very funky looking still. And I just randomly uploaded it with that go get a tattoo TikTok sound. And I woke up the next day with like 100K views. And I was like, what? That's <laughs> I was like, nutty. I, wow. I know. I was like, I didn't think anyone was going to see this. Like, I would never made TikToks before. Never thought about it. But yeah. And then everyone was like, we have to see your sleeve. We have to see your sleeve. And then I would just start uploading it. And I've pretty much uploaded videos every day since then. And yeah, wow. I grew very, very fast. <laughs> Yeah. So would that be kind of the the trick? Do you, do you think is just that consistency, like the every single day kind of thing, and and just sticking with it? 
You know, I don't know because the TikTok algorithm is so weird. Mm -hmm. So weird. Like I will put a lot of effort into a video one day and it'll get like a thousand views. And then we did the tattoo designs TikTok, which, you know, those take a while to draw, but to make the TikTok, it's like no time. And then it gets like 500,000 views. So the, I don't know if it's consistency because I don't even understand it. Right. right. This, this boggles, boggles the boggles the mind of this old guy i just the tiktok and the snapchats and all the stuff you kids do i mean you know we old people like facebook and mark is into twitter because mm-hmm. he's not as old as me and uh our other partner todd Oxer, who's older and grumpier than i am so we're trying though it helps to have you young people around to educate us so yeah. i'm great hey, <laughs> i i'm still still working on twitter i like instagram man that's that's kind of like mm-hmm. my if, if you look at my most used social apps it's it's 100 percent instagram but like tiktok is getting up there just because i find like their algorithm it's creepy in a way like you yes. said the, the algorithm is weird but mm-hmm. like sometimes it'll throw up a video and i think it's like the the algorithm like testing what i like and it's like no 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 skip that no i don't want to see this but like when it gives me a great Star Wars account, I'm like, yeah, all right, TikTok. Yep. You know what I'm, you know what I'm into. And then like, yep. I find Twitter's kind of starting to do the same thing. Like, I'm finding more and more like Star Wars people on on Twitter as well since I've been mm-hmm. like focusing more of that. But like, TikTok, it's all like lightsaber tutorials or like people talking about like Star Wars merch. And I mean, you can see yeah. behind you for anyone watching the video or for anyone not watching the video, like go check it out because. Like, Bella, you have a hell of a collection behind you. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so before we get into that, I want to ask, you said you've been a Star Wars fan for a long time. How did you get into Star Wars? Um, it's actually a funny story. So my dad is like a major fan, like grew up with the original trilogy. He, I have videos on my TikTok actually of his collection and it is just insane. Wow. Um He's like kept it all in the box. He's very particular with it. Like each figure is in the box from release day. Um, It's very crazy, but I grew up with him loving it. And I know that I was, I was born like two months before Phantom Menace came out. And he told me that he actually brought me. (laughs) We're going to break Charlie again. No, sorry. Thank you. you. That makes you about a year older than my oldest son, who was born in the year 2000. So, yikes. Oh, yep. 99. (laughs) Um, But yeah, he brought me like little two month old to the premiere. But I don't think I actually stayed for it. I think he like passed me off to grandma. But I did go see (laughs) Revenge of the Sith. So I was I was five um, when it came out. And I remember it like it was yesterday. Like little five year old me. I was so traumatized when Padme died that like the whole i know the whole car ride home i was bawling i was like so sad that padme died and honestly it's just that's been like that's like my earliest memory ever so (laughs) did you did you ever see did you ever see quick sidebar in robot chicken when they were spoofing like all these like little medical medical weird stuff the 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 little imperial probe droid that's the ball they called him dr ball and it that was one of the scenes that he's like what she died of a broken heart. What kind of quack hippie BS is this? <laughs> Literally. I know. <laughs> it was oh, so my sad. But yeah. And then I kind of just grew up watching. Like, I, I don't think I really was super into it, like growing up as much. Like my brother was, my dad and my brother always got like the force effects lightsabers and they watched Clone Wars and I watched them go through it. But it wasn't until a few years ago that I really got into it. And it just has gone like crazy crazy psycho fan ever since that's awesome yeah excellent (laughs) i like it was there any any trigger for you just getting back into it or like any specific like did you watch a specific thing and just be like you know what i liked solo so much i'm gonna just dive right in or rogue one or something like what was Mm -hmm. was there a a jumping off point or just one day you woke up and you were like freaking star wars let's do this yeah, it was actually um, my boss at my old job, who is also a major Star Wars fan, he was telling me that it was when Mandalorian came out. So he was like, you have to watch this show. And I was like, why? Like, you know what? I was like, I haven't seen the movies in so long. And then he was like, you need to. So I went back and I rewatched everything and I just watched everything like super fast. And then it was, yeah, downhill from there. Awesome. So it was kind of when Mandalorian came out, I did do it chronologically so i waited a while to watch mando but 
that's kind of the trigger for why I got back into it. All right. The Mando trigger. Yes. <laughs> I I really I want to do that. Like watch the movies and Mandalorian, maybe like in order. Like I I'd love to take some time out because I've done the movies and and I've done them in a few different orientations of like release date or timeline order or my own little mm-hmm. weird order that I've talked about on the show before. That's like you see something happen and then you jump back to like why that happened or whatever. Um, but I've yeah I've never like mixed the shows in with that and I think it'd be something I'd have to probably machete order some of like the Clone Wars or Rebels or something in order to fit like I, all of the shows I, but like I I have if I yeah, can interject cool. and and uh, John uh, John Sear who was our third original secret friend uh, he was a Chad and I's college roommate he did some time back and I know it's on one of my Google drives there that a, a, a very selective, like watch these. And I, I swear to God, there are 66 episodes of the Clone. Oh, I have that. Watch. I have that. Oh, okay. Have gotcha. yeah. Okay, good. Then I, that's, that's a great way to approach it because you, mm-hmm. you drop, you know, and, and it was a two tier. It was like 66 was the long version, but there was a slightly shorter version or maybe it was the other way around, but it lets you navigate through that clone wars in a fairly judicious fashion that you're getting, really what's necessary without mm-hmm. getting bogged down by the like, and here's an episode with Jar Jar or whatever that nobody gives a shit about. Um, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so yes, uh, you know, we have that list and we should share that list when we drop this episode. Yeah, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember if it was that list or another one I found on the internet, but it skipped all of like the young Jedi stuff. And I got very angry because anyone that mm-hmm. skipped Gunji is not a friend of mine, but <laughs> Because you I, give I me a Wookiee Jedi, I'm going to watch that shit all day long. But well, you know, I mean, that, they gave that to us like, in the in the High Republic, but it's still not, you know, it's still not animated. That's right. But it and could be. I like the, I like the High Republic. They're also there. You there's know, someone right. I just saw it on, and I wish I remember this guy's name. I just saw it on Twitter. They're doing a book specifically about, um, and I can't even remember his name right now. But the the Wookiee Jedi from High Republic, they're doing a book focused around. Uh, his experience with Life Day, like Wookiee Life Day, and oh that's gonna boy, be book. you so know that's that's going to be very very entertaining. Huh. Um, yeah, give get, get talk about giving the people what they want. That's all <laughs> right. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so you've done TikTok. You mm-hmm. you got well known for your tattoo designs. Um, mm-hmm. you just did a piece uh, that I know Charlie's going to like. Your your Han Solo blaster. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's uh, yeah. Char- Charlie loves I, uh, loves Han Solo. Two, cosplays as Han, Han Solo. Two different Han Solos in my my favorite. I wish I could drop. Is no good at dropping pictures into the chat, but I could I could show you a couple of mine. Uh, I'll see, keep talking. Ooh. I'll I'll see I'll see if I can drop it into the chat. Yeah, I am. Uh, I, I my my wife and I run a Star Trek fan club. We actually just did a Comic Con over the weekend, so that's my biggest draw. But being that I'm a Star Wars guy from back forever, um, and the gray hair helps too. I do. I do. I think more than a little bit great old man Han from, you know, the force awakens. So let me, let me dig that up while you're, while you're talking here and I will, I will show you what I'm talking about. So, yeah. So you, you, uh, what, what goes into when you, when you're getting a a new piece on the star Wars sleeve, do you put a lot of thought into it or is it just kind of like go like fly by the seat of your pants? Like just say, you know what, today I'm going to get a a Han Solo's blaster. So, it's so funny. I post I post a lot of content on my TikTok, but my best done videos are always the tattoo ones. Um, but it does get very confusing because, and this is I'm just gonna roast myself because I'm not the tattooer, and everyone thinks that I am the tattooer. Um, but it's my boyfriend who's the tattoo artist, and he's the one who's always like, "Post this on your TikTok!" Like he wants everyone to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very the other talented. Can- Yes, he's incredible. Um, the other thing that gets confusing is everyone does think that I'm either the tattooer or everyone thinks that all the tattoos are on me. So oh. there, <laughs> oh. there was a really cool Bad Batch. Uh, it was like on the inside of someone's arm and it was all the Bad Batch helmets. And that video did so well. But everyone thought it was me, even though it's like this big like dude, like it's obviously <laughs> a dude and they're like oh show us show us the you know whatever like how do you have a room for all these things and i'm like it's not me <laughs> um but 
yeah, it's funny because a lot of people have actually found my boyfriend's um, business because he's he owns a tattoo shop from my TikTok. So people oh. are coming in locally and flying in from out of state just to get tattooed by him. That's awesome. It's crazy. Really yeah. Good. It's, it's crazy. Good for, it, good for business. And I hope you're getting, yeah. you're getting a steady percentage because that's I know. your work. Commission. It's your yeah. stuff. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Commission. Working, working it. That's good. Yeah. He does really great work. And I, I, we were talking before we, uh, mm-hmm. while we were setting up this show and I said, I'm, I'm, I'm booked in for a star Wars tattoo. Finally in mm-hmm. in uh, november which will be over a year after this tattoo would, was designed for me and i was supposed to get wow. it and i just uh so that when when i first went in i ended up getting this shark for my son finn instead and uh and i said i'll come back in the in the spring or, or whatever for the star wars one and then COVID happened and that got pushed back and then just kept getting pushed back so finally november if I cancel this one, I'm just, I'm just going to give up, but I, I'm very yeah. excited for a star Wars tattoo. And then seeing, seeing all the stuff on your, on your TikTok and your Instagram, it's like, mm-hmm. damn, I kind of want to like fly up there and like, yeah, that'd be fun. I did put two pictures, at least on our Instagram chat of me as okay. old man Han. Oh. So awesome, awesome. would not, would not let me drop it into our, this video here, but anyway, yeah, that's awesome. So what um, what else we got? Are we ready to talk some Bad Batch? One more thing I do want to talk about is you you, you mentioned like you and your boyfriend. Obviously, you you have some designs that you're that you're like. And I mentioned before you were running Imperial Merch Co. Sticker mm-hmm. Company. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? You said it's a new project for you. I just ordered some stickers. Yeah. Sad they're not here, so I can show them off on the video version of this podcast. But uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about uh, Imperial Merch Co. Yeah, um, it's been so crazy, honestly, but we went to Galaxy's Edge for the first time in June, and we had no idea what to expect, really. Uh, We knew that it was set in, like, the sequel era, but we really didn't know anything else other than that, and we were kind of let down by the merchandise for purchase, Mm -hmm. Um, and we kind of came back, and we were like, wow, if we worked for Disney, or, you know, or, like, if we could design our own stuff, like, it would be so cool. And that's kind of how it started. And so my boyfriend was like, well, you know, we've got your TikTok as a pretty big platform now. Everyone, everyone loves my arm. I mean, every video I post, whether it's about my arm or not, they're like, show us your arm. Mm -hmm. So he was like, why don't we turn your tattoo, your tattoo into stickers? And that's kind of how it started. So the first few designs were like based off of my sleeve. But then we kind of expanded it from that. And yeah, so we basically just sit down every night and he starts cranking them out. And then we started posting about it and it's done pretty well. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. Yeah, I do actually, I did bring a couple right here just so I could show like a couple. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Yeah, For anyone listening, go check out the video version uh, so you you can check out these designs. Yeah. So this has been like our most popular because we're just huge Ahsoka fans. I mean, my whole sleeve is Ahsoka. Uh, so this is one of them. So it's half Ooh. Ahsoka. It's got the fulcrum so symbol good. with flowers. Yeah, I love nice. that one. I love and it. And then because we're going to talk about Bad Batch. We have two Bad Batch stickers so far. So we have Wrecker. And oh, then nice. But I love we're it. Gonna do, yeah, we're going to do the rest of them. We just haven't yet. So those are just a couple. Awesome. awesome. Uh, yeah. For anyone wondering what I ordered... I'll show them off on another episode once they do arrive, but I did have to order a BD one sticker. That was, that was my favorite one that I saw, but uh, there's a few of them on the way. So I'll show those off and and I won't take any more time talking about, uh, talking about (laughs) stickers that aren't here yet, but don't worry. They will be shown off on a future episode and on my my Instagram and stuff. Um, So yeah, let's, let's, you mentioned we're going to talk about bad batch. So let's jump right into it. Charlie, you want to lead the charge on this, uh, this little section? Well, I, I will, you know, and the, the finale of the Bad Batch, uh, the show has been renewed for a second season to a, a collection of, you know, yays and grumbles to people who felt in some ways like Mark and I have, we've done a lot of back and forth that there's been some strong episodes. There's been a lot of filler. There's been a lot of, you know, I've said it time and again, that a lot of the series felt like this was the Mandalorian with, with a much less cute kid. Um, but I will say that I really feel like 
this first season redeemed itself in this final two-part arc because it was filled with a lot of juice. Obviously, uh, in episode 14, we saw that a hunter got captured by crosshairs and his you know squad of, of new badasses uh, and taken back to Camino for you know interrogation slash murder slash what have you. Um, and the Caminoans, who clearly at, at the height of a Clone War were the biggest, baddest game in town. I mean, they were they were what made you know the Republic think they could save themselves from the terrible separatists that the whole thing that Palpatine set up. And, you know, we've not seen, I, what I like about the series is that we've not been like, and here's Darth Vader, and here's the Emperor, that we're getting like a really full, separate chunk of the universe, no Force users, with, with the exception of, obviously, what we saw in the first episode when we saw a young uh, Caleb Doom slash Kanan Jarrus escape death. That was all the Jedi shit we needed. We're good. Nothing Jedi. Just right out of the way um but yeah in this i always loved camino as a set piece i thought it was one of the best things about episode two i love the you know big you know torrential rainstorm battle between Django and obi-wan that was that was sweet i mean that movie for me was made out, uh, out of that and of that that great you know asteroid battle that followed it over uh, over geonosis um so yeah i was i was glad to see them kind of get back to camino um but yeah, you know, the empire has basically figured out that by this point that, Hey, you know what, Camino, we don't need your shit. See ya. Bye Felicia. They're just, they just, they ultimately decide to sink the shit because they don't need it around. They don't need, you know, the, a new batch of clones coming along to screw up their plans because they're basically the clones are, I mean, that's so five minutes ago. They're just totally done with the clones. It's not happening. Um, so yeah, in episodes 14 and 15, um, we find out that, uh, not only Crosshair is not like, oh, dude, you know, you were our boy, but it was the chip that made you bad. Well, he doesn't have his chip. He's just an mm -hmm. asshole. What a twist. That's the big, <laughs> yeah. that's the big reveal. But not only that, uh, the Empire decides that, you know, we don't need his dumb ass either. He's just, he's another clone. He's another loose end. We're not going to do jack shit to help him out. So um, from season one, you know, from episode uh, the first uh, segueing over to episode 16 um, becomes a survival story uh, mm -hmm. of the entire bad, you know, the the entire bad batch fam or the crew uh, trying to escape the, the sinking water planet. And Mark, I've talked about this before. I started reading the original Marvel star Wars comic back in the eighties. Uh, issue 60 in 1982 was my first ever comic. I, I read star Wars comics before I read anything else. It went star Wars Indiana Jones, G.I. Joe. And then when I was about 10, I discovered Spider-Man. And that was my whole push to, to love in superhero comics. But Star Wars was always first. Well, that was issue 60. It was in the 70s. So, it, the, the, you know, the, the 70s issues. So like 74, 75. So about a year or so later that they had this great uh, issue where Luke and Leia were, they were on a planet that was mostly made out of water. They were on a floating city. They came to recruit this particular species and I'm drawing a blank on, on some of the intricate details, but the empire shows up, they blow everything to hell and L Luke and Leia sink and they have to, you know, wearing obviously rebreather suits, they have to find their way through the sinking everything. And they run into one of the natives who they can't figure out if he's trying to help them or kill them. And so I love that underwater shit i just absolutely love that story arc so this took me back to that because you know the water is the enemy and they're trying to escape it mm -hmm. and trying to get around all this different stuff you know and at the end of it predictably uh you know the, they had the predictably convenient like hey we got to the end of it and everything sank except the platform where our ship is oh we're so lucky <laughs> you know the 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 act of the acts of convenience i think that that oh that came up on um when we were over on Secret Friends, we were talking about the Suicide Squad. There was a there was a real act of convenience in that one. There was a lot of acts of no no no. I take it back. When we were talking about Black Widow, that was a that was a movie filled with acts of convenience. Like, well, when the falling thing is is collapsing, the part she was standing on crashed onto the part that she needed to be on. Right. So it was just it was, yeah. and, and and the ship that she needed to be at, it was right there. So yeah, it was a super mm -hmm. duper act of convenience that obviously, uh, you know after they fought their way through and they had to put themselves in these tubes or whatever to shoot themselves to the surface. And it looked like, you know, one of them got damaged. So it really looked like so-and-so wasn't going to make it, you know, Omega wasn't going to make it. And then that all worked out and they all popped up and there's their ship and they all get to fly away. Everything worked out just fine. Um, but I, I thought it was, you like, I 
I, I, I was like so stressed out when I thought AZ was dying and sinking. I, I was yeah. like, oh. no, like kill one of the bad batch before you kill that little droid. Like he pumped <laughs> up so much. I was ready to break something and it just like on the edge of my well, seat. Like, that's I think how I stood they, up at one point. Just, I was just like, no. Just ramping up that that emotional, you know, that emotional chaos to kind of kind of send you through the roof. So, um, but yeah, I, I ultimately in the end of it, I you know, I, I do enjoy the story they took. But this is a season that could have been eight episodes because I can think of mm-hmm. I can think of eight if I sat mm-hmm. and looked at the list of it. They were a total waste of time. But yeah. you know, they had th- those first few. They had a couple in the middle where you saw Crosshair go from, well, maybe he's moved to he's just he's a real son of a bitch and he's shooting kids and he's shooting he's ready to kill just whomever. And then they danced around a little bit and then they were with they were with Rhea Perlman's character. I just want to call her you know Rhea Perlman. They were with Rhea Perlman, uh, you know Sid uh, doing. It's like that was a huge waste of time. That didn't really move it. And then they had the one with the baby Rancor and the, it's just. Uh, Eight episodes. Eight episodes for me is the sweet spot of where a lot of these streaming shows should be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just enough that if you're going to, you know, I don't want, you know, thinking about a season two of another 16 episodes where half of them are totally boring, it's it's tough for me to get enthused. You know what I'm saying? Um so yeah, I just don't know. But what I do know is that I thought that this was this was a good way to wrap stuff up because again, it's transitional. Now things are really over because the Clone Wars, which was about the clones, where the clones came from, is now all sunk. So they're they're not coming back. Clones are done, or mm-hmm. they're done in their current form. Um, so I I thought that that was pretty great. You know, I, I thought it was um, I thought it was a good way to wrap stuff up. Bella, what'd you think of this? Uh... Last two see that last two episodes, uh, you've been following along with this entire series as it's been coming out. What uh, would you think overall? Yeah, I agree with the the eight episode thing. Like, if I look back at it, my favorite episodes were like the first one. Like, there was a couple cool scenes in between, and then the one with Rex, and then the last two. Like, I was one of right. the people that was like, <laughs> so that's like five. People- yeah. Let's go with five. <laughs> you yeah, know? literally. I was one of those people that was like, oh, these filler episodes, I'm not super into it. Like, mm. I don't know how I feel about it. And then the last two, like, my mouth was open the whole time. I was like, oh, my God, what is going to happen? And then I realized how much I actually loved the show. So it took those last two episodes for me to, like, really get into it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys were, like, Omega fans at first, but I was not really. Um and it wasn't till the last few episodes that I fell in love with her. So now I'm like a huge Omega fan. So that was like a huge changing point for me. Right. Um, but yeah, I, as sad as it is, my favorite part of the last couple episodes was seeing Camino get destroyed. Even though it's so sad, it was like, it was like ending that chapter, like you said. Mm. So it was like just emotionally like, ugh. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It was... Uh, right. It, yeah, it, it, it definitely like ended that prequel era. Like you're seeing this mm-hmm. like, oh, this is going into Rogue One. This is going into episode four. Like that is that chapter is done. Close the book, mm-hmm. start something right. else. Uh, yeah. And I, I really enjoy that. And I'm, I'm curious um, where it's going to go next. And I, I have to say before we jump into that, I want to get where you guys want season two to go. Um I have to say, I, I, I go ahead, please. Oh yeah, no, I have to say <laughs> one of my favorite new Star Wars quotes came from this last episode, uh, with Tech looking at Crosshair and saying, "Understanding you does not mean that I agree with you." Uh, mm. I love that so much, and it just like yeah. for me, it there, there's so much that you can take from that quote with as mm. with a lot of really great Star Wars quotes, um, right? Like the the one that I got uh, inscribed on the back of my iPad uh, that I, I got just when my son was born uh, that says, we are what they grow beyond and uh, FN2187 mm. uh, for Finn and then that quote. Right. So like that one meant a lot for me then, but this one, uh, not quite as sentimental, but I find that uh, with, right. with uh, Star Wars Twitter, uh reacting to this show and other things that are out and like people on the internet in general like i i can understand you but it does not mean that i have to agree with you (laughs) 
Like there's so much to yes. that one little quote that, um, you know, and they, and they can work together. It shows that, uh, that tech understands what Crosshair is talking about. Uh, he doesn't agree with it. And right now they mm-hmm. both have to just shut up and get out of this doom situation so that they can live and fight it out later. Uh, so I, right. I, I really like that quote yeah. and, uh, and, and tech just kind of kept becoming like, like you said with, uh, with Omega that, uh, these characters kept growing. And I'm wondering if that's why they did a longer season because with more characterization, Maybe. even when it's filler mm. episodes, that just kind of fleshes out the relationships, the characters, that kind of stuff. I'm wondering if they just Hmm. kept doing that for these last couple of episodes when you're like, Oh, but now we have so much invested. There's so much time. There's so much that we know about these characters. We've been with them on missions, even if they're filler missions for me, it kind of felt like, I mean, it's possible, but yeah. yeah. But I, I, I know get it, people, you know, people, yeah. More concise, yeah. yeah, it's, it's a little bit. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not disagreeing. I for sure. Yeah. I for sure know people yeah. who were scared away from this show because they were like, mm-hmm. Oh, is this really what it's going to be like? Right. Because Mandalorian was eight episodes per season. And even one or two of those were kind of filler. You would run into one that you're like, Oh God. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. keep hanging on because there's still this moment. That's greater. They're building to this. And then you get to that end of season two, that Luke Skywalker shows up, you know? So <laughs> all the, emo- no, and all the emotional investment that we had uh, in, um, obviously in the Mandalorian really paid off, but again, they kept the journey shorter so that your fulfillment didn't have to be. So, it was like, it's like stretching, stretch Armstrong. You know what I mean? How far until he just goes, you know, it's just, it's too much. So, um, so that being said, you know, segueing into what I would like to see about season two, eight episodes would be great. So cut it down, <laughs> but let's do, you know, there's a time honored, um, uh, contrivance in storytelling that I think really works out. Give us a great big time jump. Give us a 10 years. Give us mm. 10 years. What's happened in 10 years when these clones aren't in their armor, when they're just, they're, they're doing, you know, they're doing their thing that maybe they're bounty hunters just to make it by. Maybe they're, you know, maybe, you know, Omega has developed certain skills. Maybe she's, you know, to make her force sensitive would kind of be a little too on the nose mm-hmm. uh, for everything that we see in the Mandalorian. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. you know, give it, uh, give it 10 years of distance, you know, give us, you know, because jumping it forward 10 years, you're almost to the time period of, of solo the, you know, the Han Solo, the Han Solo solo movie. Um, because that was about 13 years, I think after episode three, if I'm not mistaken, it's about Something like that. So you're right in that time period where you've got all that you've got all the criminal syndicates and the rackets are really in full swing, um, and put them in the middle of that. Put them in the middle of Crimson Dawn and Black Sun and the Pikes, which we saw a little bit of the Pikes uh, here in this first season. You know, and and do all the things that that you know in live action that Mark and I got super bored with reading the comics. That we're like, Mark, you want to talk about the comics anymore? No. Okay, good. We're not going to talk about the comics anymore because they're boring as shit. Even this War of the Bounty Hunters thing that's going on, it was just mm-hmm. it was so prodigiously slow. We just couldn't take it anymore. So, um, you know, just. You know, dig, dig us right in the middle. You know, don't keep trying to force the Clone Wars into things. Now that it's really gone, stick us right in the middle of, like, dead center in the middle of that 19-year period between Episode 3 and Episode 4, and, you know, not discounting Rogue One, but even find a way to mix in, you know, Little Taste of the Rebellion. Bail Organa shows up. You see Mon Mothma. Maybe you get to meet, you know, a younger Cassian Andor. You see a younger Han Solo. Maybe they bump into Han Solo after he gets the uh, Falcon, or they bump into Lando, voiced by... uh, uh, I was going to say Crispin Glover. That is not his name. Thank you very much. Not... Crispin Glover would like also Crispin be a dynamic Go- I'm sure choice. That, I'm sure that would be a, a fun. <laughs> that would be that would be a dynamic choice. But yeah, give us drop us in the middle, continue that arc. But yeah, give us clones who have had to now completely abandon their lifestyle and they're not hanging on to by wearing the same outfit or whatever it is, and and they look older or you know you know is there you know is there. Do they, you know, well, we know that clones can survive because we see Rex and all of his gang in Rebels, and they're, you know, they're, they're, they age normally. So, you know, but there was another school of thought around 
you know, clones aging or failing, or they have a longer lifespan, or maybe deal with something like that. Maybe one of them, maybe one of the group of them, you know, their their health starts flagging, so they need to spend time trying to take care of that or something. Just give us a give us I a. That was a cool and, little mention too that Omega's technically older than the clones. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she right. was there when they were being built, I guess, or whatever. For, right. for lack yeah. of better term, you, you know, know in that that room, it was. Um, I thought that was find a cute a, find kind of a, thing. <laughs> Find a way to bring in the other, you know, Alpha Unaltered clone. Bring Boba Fett into the mix and have something, you know, story-wise going on between the two of them because they're the same, you know. And uh, yeah, I think it would be cool. I, I'm really hoping for a big time jump. So that 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 that's where my money goes for is what I would like to see. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, Bella, what do you think? Where do you like to see season oh, man. two go? You know, I haven't done like too much thought about it. Um, I definitely think it would be cool to see Boba. I don't know if they'll meet or just, I don't know. I eventually, I want to see them meet up and uh, me and my boyfriend talk about it all the time. We just want to see like a badass Omega. Like, I don't know if she gets armor eventually mm-hmm. or, you know, what, so be it. But we just think she's going to turn into like the greatest character. That's. Um, yeah. so I don't know if we'll get like a Omega Boba fight I don't know. That's what so I said something. a few episodes ago. I said I wanted really? <laughs> her to be in uh, not not in the Bad Batch season two. I want that still to be like they can do a bit of a time jump, but like I want mm-hmm. her to be the foil in the book of Boba Fett, like live action oh, yeah. cast her like same age as mm-hmm. Boba Fett and just have her as he's this anti-hero and have her as even another anti-hero or a bounty hunter or something, whatever the the bad batch kind of evolve into but like that's a hundred percent what i want for that show. yeah 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 that's like one thing i really want to see and i agree seeing it in book of boba fett for sure and then the other thing is you know the end of bad batch obviously we see the cloning facility or the or what we assume is the cloning facility i guess um and i've seen a lot of theories going around that people think we're gonna see grogu do you think that we're going to see him? Because, I mean, I don't know if it was John or Dave that said something that was, like, you know, Grogu's, like, this overall, like, character that is going to, like, tie everything together. So do you mm. think that we might see him at some point? Because I I, don't I, know. I hadn't, it makes I sense. hadn't given that a thought. Yeah, I hadn't given that a thought. And they also mentioned that, like, this 35-year period that, you know, somebody got Grogu out of the temple when everything was going down. And then as uh, Ahsoka had said, then things are very dark. So even he doesn't mm-hmm. know he's got, mm-hmm. you know, maybe he was he was he was in the lab, he was tortured, he, you know, he's had things blocked out, and that's why he's, you know, the way that he is. I don't know. Yeah, you're it's 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 certainly yeah. a possibility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they're they're wearing the the medical officer or whatever she was credited. I think that's what, in the credits. That's who who she was listed as. Mm-hmm. She she's wearing a very similar suit to the cloning doctor. I think in Mandalorian, uh, she, we mm-hmm. we've seen that kind of pop up, and they they do have even the the like the Kaminoan symbol. Uh, like the doctor in in uh, Mandalorian had that symbol on. So you oh. have to think with the the Mandalorian or the the sort of the Kaminoan doctor going to this facility is this yeah like you said a cloning facility so yeah could Grogu pop up could we see some of that and that's again I think it was Dave Filoni that said like nothing they do there to them there's no filler episode right right there's I saw every that. everything happens for a reason whether we know that right now or the payoff comes in season two, or if some of the, like, are, you know, theories are correct. Like did these payoffs happen in the book of Boba Fett or mm-hmm. something like this is all kind of tying in. And I think really everything, even Mandalorian, I think it's all tying into Palpatine coming back. Yeah. Like what, you know, the, what this cloning stuff has to be leading somewhere. And I think it's, it's all leading to the rise of Skywalker. Right. So this is, this is still all kind of tying in and adding more to how did Palpatine return in rise of Skywalker. And I think this is all telling a little bit more of that story. So we're, we're getting cloning, we're getting force sensitive cloning. We're getting, you know, the Omega's uh, smarts, even if she's not force sensitive, like she has one hell of a tactical mind, which is, I, I think right. why she, she'd be perfect going up against Boba in the book of Boba Fett. Um, right. 
But uh, Charlie, to, to your point, I agreed with you right up until you said no armor. I want her, <laughs> I want Omega to get her own armor. I, I don't want them to ditch their armor at all. Like they can ditch parts of it. Like maybe not wear all of them have to wear the masks or like they can swap out little bits and pieces and stuff. But like season two, if I don't see Omega rocking some armor with that little laser bow, like I'm going to be yeah. pissed. Pew, pew. I hear you. She means she it's, needs yeah. her own. Like she is one of the bad batch. Let's, let's get this chick some, some badass bad batch armor. Let's get her bad, bad, bad bass battery. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward. They, they haven't announced like a time frame or anything. They just said season two is coming, right? Right. I'm guessing. So. Yeah. Well, we got this. Well, we got this 16 weeks ago, so that was four four months. So we got this in the spring. Maybe next spring. You know, they could be cranking yeah. on it right now mm-hmm. if they, you know, if they if they announced it, then they're obviously writing and animating as we speak. So. Uh, you know, I could see that. You know, a lot of these streaming shows are are generally twelve months apart, so I, I could see that happening. Absolutely. Yeah, I think they definitely said twenty twenty two. Or at least I think they, they, okay. I saw right. that somewhere. All right, I like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that and hope you're right. And uh, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. trust you. I'm gonna trust you hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, cool. Did you guys? So in the meantime, coming up September 22nd, we have uh, Star Wars Visions. This wasn't even in our show yes. notes. I'm just throwing this in there. Did you guys see the yeah. trailer for this? What do you think? Yeah. I have been so crazy that I have not. So why don't you guys paint me a picture? Ooh. Okay. All right. Um, so Charlie, Star Wars Visions, original series. I don't know offhand if they announced that these stories are going to be canon or not. It could be kind of ah, forget uh, it. No, whatever. Okay. Anyway, uh, they they. I was wondering that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they look a little even from this trailer. Like some of the stuff looks a little crazy. Um, I'm hoping it's canon because yeah. this stuff would be amazing if it is, uh, and it's going to be amazing either way. I think. But uh, basically, if you are familiar with like the Animatrix, where it's different anime studios uh, doing different takes on different stories. This is basically it for Star Wars. There are um, seven different anime studios making, uh, I want to say like eight or nine different shorts or or different features, uh, stories. Um, Because I I saw a breakdown and some of the studios are doing two. So there's going to be several different ones. Um, And basically it's telling stories throughout the galaxy. It looks like there's going to be some crazy crazy lightsaber stuff with some yeah. new lightsaber designs that we haven't seen. I think we're getting the light whip in this feature prominently, which, uh, which we have seen nice. a little bit in, um, in high Republic stuff, but, uh, have well, not seen like, and that in movement that, so. that itself spun off from the whole laser whip thing kind of spun from, uh, back in those old Marvel comics. Yeah, uh, yeah. Th- from a, yeah, from from a Shara Bay was not Shara Bay because that's from the uh, that's from the more Marvel. Now I'm going to draw a blank on her name, but she was a she was an Imperial agent who poses a rebel, and Luke Luke shot her down through the power of the Force, but they didn't know she was, and then it was exposed. It was a whole storyline, and then cool. she comes back as somebody who wields a laser whip. So okay. great storyline that needs revisiting. Excellent. Yeah, well, this this that could be uh, something that they revisit in this. So and anyway, it looks. Looks badass. Looks just crazy. Uh, Bella, what were your thoughts on the the trailer? Yeah, no, it definitely looks really cool. And it's so different from anything. And I didn't even think about if they were going to make it canon or not. But after watching the trailer, I don't know if they will. I feel like it won't be. Just because, you know, in the trailer, they said, like, you know, the different animation studios came up with their own unique story. So I don't know. I don't know if it'll be canon or not, I'm just but yeah, to it definitely Google looks it interesting. Really quickly while you talk, so keep oh, yeah. keep on keep yeah. on vamping. Um, it's gonna be different for me because I've never really dove into the anime stuff, so this is gonna be like completely new for me. But I'm really excited because it's Star Wars, so can't go wrong. Yeah, at least that. Right. I, I hope not. So but yeah, right. that's interesting. The the first thing that I'm reading here, and this is this is from a site I'm not familiar with, Game Revolution. Um, but they do bring up a good point. So Star Wars Visions will most likely be considered canon by Lucasfilm Woo! when it launches. I like cool. it. Uh, the reason that they state they basically it hasn't been outright confirmed that this will, but the studio did previously state that all Star Wars projects 
now produced since the Disney takeover are considered canon. So if this is you know Disney produced, it's mm. on Disney Plus. Why wouldn't it be considered that? So we like Fallen Order, Bad Batch, all that kind of stuff has been so far considered canon. Why wouldn't this be? So um, I'd, I'll have to read more on that. We'll have to see when it's actually released, but. That makes sense as a description of, you know, like they said, everything that they do going forward is going to be canon. So hopefully this will be this because that that's going to be cool. Charlie, I can't wait to see like your reactions when you watch this. Yeah. Oh, yes. No, I will. I will check it out. Right. Like I said, with everything going on and that trailer came out yesterday or earlier today. And so it's just a little crazy for me, but Mm -hmm. I will. I will check it out. So awesome. Good stuff. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, that pretty much brings us to the end of the episode. So Bella, is there anything else that you wanted to touch on? Anything else in your love of Star Wars? Like there's so much merchandise. I think I could talk to you for like hours and just oh, like yeah. dive into each one of those little collectibles beyond. We'll have to get you back, but is there anything yeah. else that you want to uh, to touch on before we go or, or anything you just want to kind of remind people where they can find you? Yeah, it's funny you say that because before today I was like I could talk to them for hours about everything because I mean behind me is just like insane I mean I have like every single legacy saber I have oh my god it's insane and you would think that I was like hardcore comics but these are my boyfriends um, yeah, but yeah, have him on too. I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. he's so jealous that I did this. Oh, really? Like, so jealous. <laughs> good. Yeah. Good. He, good. He's working. I know he's working today. He's actually doing a really cool Star Wars sleep today. So but sweet. he was like, "I want to do that with you so bad. If they ever have you back, I'm like, I'm sure you could come 100%, on. One hundred percent. A hundred percent. Open invitation. <laughs> like, count whether it's the both it. of you or just he wants mm-hmm. to come on. Like, yeah. I, I, oh, I can't die. remember if I said this to you or, or <laughs> the, the guy I was talking to about my, my, my tattoo. Um, but mm-hmm. I was like, I'd love to have a tattoo artist on the show. Like, that'd be really awesome. Oh, so that'd be like, so cool. yeah, like open invitation. Like, yeah, hundred percent. Let's cool. go. I don't know if you guys are familiar with like sideshow and hot toys. Oh, hell yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. I'm familiar with the fact that I don't own any cause <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, he collects them. Um, oh, nice! And I, he he told me I had to put one in the frame. So there's a five first trooper, but fantastic. We literally have every single Star Wars hot toy here or pre-ordered. Damn. So it's like, oh my god, you oh, guys must must not must not have little rugrats running around because for guys no. like Mark and I, that's where the money goes. That's where your yep. sideshow and figure money goes. Just right out the door. Yep. Got to pay them bills. I met him. He had all of them already, and oh, he just pre-orders every single one that comes out. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's amazing. Good for I'm just you. Know what? Now I love your shirt. Enjoy it while you can. Ah, oh, thank you. The Ahsoka I, shirt. That's fantastic. I tried to look for Ahsoka stuff at Disney, but I didn't find any. So this was like a store outside of Disney. Like it was just oh, in gotcha. California, but right. the only cool. Ahsoka merch I was able to find. Crazy. Awesome. Crazy. But, it, you awesome. think Disney, yeah. and you think like. These people are on top of every kind of merchandise they can squeeze out, but yeah, like right. uh, yeah. I know. they're not. It's, like so, they it's, have no. so weird. It's weird. Yeah. And it's weird. didn't they come out with something recently too that said that Ahsoka and Mandalorian were going to be like characters around the park? Didn't did, there was did something that, that yeah there there was something that they uh, shoot and I can't remember we did talk about this on a, like a, a couple of episodes ago or even last episode I think I mentioned that I heard those same rumors of like. They yeah. were working on some way to get them in there, whether it was, again, a time jump in the show or something that they were trying to work them into the be able to have them there. Um, yeah. I hope I, that if they I, do I, yeah. eventually put them in, the merch game steps up a little bit. Because, yeah. I mean, the only Ahsoka thing in Disney is her sabers and they're always sold out. So Yeah. that See, that's the, I guess, the, the pro and the con of doing Galaxy's Edge the way they did it. Where, like, realist, like, everything in Galaxy's Edge is supposed to be, like, a period piece. Because you're in mm-hmm. Batu on this, in this specific moment in time during... Uh, was it in between uh, I think it's, is it in between episode? I think it's in between seven and eight, seven but and I eight or eight and nine. I can't remember. Yeah. Exactly. I, yeah anyway, I don't know. It's, it's in between a couple of them. And it's, so that's, that's why like there's some characters that are missing and don't show up. And it's like, you kind of get the same ones. Like I'd love for them to just have like a day where it's like, Hey, there's 
there goes Luke. Like mm-hmm. there's Leia. Like what? What? They're they're just not yeah. there, right? Because it's always the same. It's always Ray, Chewie, Kylo, and it's that's kind of the story yep. that they're sticking with, right? And it's just a Groundhog Day situation, basically. So like, yeah, I'd love for them to figure out a way to like work more characters, whether it's just Mando and the child and Ahsoka, or like just mm-hmm. everyone. Just be like, ah, oh, you know what? Uh, make the Lego. <laughs> <laughs> the Lego Star Wars oh, yeah. movie canon and just be like, you know what? Please. Ray, messed, Ray yeah. messed up some timelines. Timelines are just all over yeah. the place. That we got a Loki situation you know going what? on here. Like just It's working for Marvel and DC hands down, yeah, so it. why not them yeah. as well? <laughs> so, I think they can pull something off for sure. Cool. Yeah. Um better believe we'll, it. We will hundred percent have to have you back. We'll have to have your boyfriend on yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yes, um, please. Oh yeah. But, uh, yeah. In the meantime, where can people find you on the internet if they want to yeah. follow everything you do? Let me make sure I'm saying my handle right. <laughs> my Instagram is it's Bella Rose with two E's. And I'm trying to post primarily Star Wars content on there now. Um, and then my TikTok is just Star Wars stuff and it's it's Bella Rose with two E's as well. So anything tattoo related, lightsabers, Legos, anything like that, that's all on my TikTok. Excellent. 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 And they will be included in the, in the show notes. So if you didn't get that while Bella was describing them, just look in the notes and everything is right there. So you can follow along everything she does. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. This was, yeah. This thank was you for having me. <laughs> yeah. No problem. No problem at all. We're very happy. And again, uh, can't wait to have you back and can't wait to, to talk to your boyfriend and, and check out some of his cool collection. I think we'll have to do uh, oh my gosh. another similar episode to what we did with uh, Joe Moran. I think Charlie uh, showing off yeah. his lightsaber collection. Like, I think this is going to be another Hell yeah. visually interesting one that, that might not oh work gosh. on audio, but like, it's going to be a hell of a video to show right. off some of this stuff. Cool. So we'll, we'll cool. figure that out. We'll, we'll talk to you and get you back soon. He's going to be so excited. Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks for joining us. Cool. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. You better believe it. All right. That's a wrap for me. And uh, I'm going to say, as always, that uh, thank you for joining us. I'm going to tell you that sharing is caring and to keep on trucking. May the force be with you. Rex, play us out.